listeners, they haven't seen it, but when Luke, Luke talks, I'm just like, I need to know more. Yeah, I know. I caught that. I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. What's what's gonna go down? Uh, Christmas is so far away. Oh, I know, but let's not. I don't want to even think about Christmas, honestly, because a, it costs a lot of money, and b, it's the winter time. Right. And c, it brings me closer to being older. Right. And I really want to enjoy the summer. But that get that uh, movie looks incredible. It does. This is a good year for movies. Star Wars, Spider-Man. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor. Oh, I can't wait for Guardians. All kinds of cool stuff coming. Yes. If you are a nerd or a geek, it is your year. We have risen. And with that, welcome to episode 58 of Pixel Raiders Land Party Podcast. I'm Antonio. I'm Tristan. And hi. Uh, so, what have you been playing? Oh boy, what have I been playing? Um, same old, same old. Still some Zelda. Been uh, scanning amiibos like every day to try and get some of the more rare items. Um, nice. So that's been going on. Uh, keeping up with you know the COD because I've been. Uh, that's where my friends play still. So, do you do you have any of the Breath of the Wild amiibos? Uh, nope. I have the eight bit Link amiibo, and I have the Ganondorf amiibo. So, okay. I've been trying to get all of the heroes' clothes for the eight bit one, uh, which is like yeah. the original Zelda. So it looks really cool. Yeah, I wanted to pick up the Guardian amiibo when I was at uh, Nintendo New York, but they were sold out. Right. Right, I wanted to get the Ocarina of Time one, um, but didn't have it, so yeah, didn't have it. Um, other than that, I oh, <laughs> I started playing um, Star Wars: The Old Republic as something of a joke, and within like three hours of that, I was subscribing and actually oh playing for God, real. Yeah, really? I know, because I'm like. <laughs> If if any MMORPG is going to get me into it, it is the one that has the lore that I'm interested in, which is the Old Republic, because uh, you know, I right, care right. about Star Wars. So, and Bioware knows how to write shit. And the cool thing about it, as opposed to like World of Warcraft, which didn't draw me in, is like every quest is voice acted. So, oh, even nice. though it's MMORPG, it feels very single player oriented like i actually feel kind of like i'm playing like a knights of the old republic sort of so it's been it's been cool i think i'm gonna stick with it for a little while um but other than that i i downloaded um that kamiko game on the switch uh which we can talk about in a little bit i guess Uh, but dang that game i know that game is so me too it's like all I thought about all day until Star Wars. So, uh, other than that, I think that's pretty much. What it, about uh, what about Puyo Puyo? Did you? Oh uh, yeah, the demo I, I got it? the demo. Um, the just shitty thing is, is like there's nothing. You know, if you know what Tetris is and you know what Puyo yeah, Puyo you is, know. there's nothing really there for you. 
So I'm yeah. just sitting there, you know, destroying this one computer guy and then having to restart the whole <laughs> demo and doing it over and over. And, and I was like, after like the fifth or sixth time, I'm like, okay, I get it. I'll just wait at this point. So I have the demo, but I think I'm probably done with it. I'm usually not that good at those type of games. I tried it and I was like, eh, I, uh, no. I used to be really into Tetris. So it's, it's exciting to sense. have. Yeah. And it's like a good puzzle game to have on switch. So I did the Puyo Puyo part mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I could see why people like this, but those type of games just, I get like really, I guess, stressed mm-hmm. when things start stacking right, up right, and then right. I get frazzled and then I, yeah, it all just builds up. I'm just not good at those. Apart. Yeah. Right. Like my life. <sighs> my life is like Puyo Puyo. Uh, oh, I, I also, uh, I hopped into Overwatch because they're doing that event and then I ended up not right, playing right. any of it. So, Oh, why not? Why, why? Uh, something came up and I had to get off my computer and then I didn't go back. Oh, okay. I, yeah. It's uh, pretty much all, man. Cool. Yeah, how about you? So, it's funny because this week I, I played a... A little bit of Zelda. Uh, I beat, forgive me, I don't remember the name. The I got one of the Divine Beasts in the desert. Um, beat that. And then I just kind of didn't want to play for a bit. Uh, right. I, I kind of see what Will was talking kinda about. Kind of burnt out. And I, I, a little bit. Like I clocked in over 100 hours. Right. I love the game. I still want to go back to it. But I'm like, all right, I need something else. Right. Um, so I had some gift cards from Christmas. And I picked up. Uh, Lego City Undercover for Switch, mm-hmm. and that game's a lot of fun because uh, I never played it on Wii U, and you know you really kind of sold it to me. I read reviews and stuff, but I, I really trust your judgment, obviously. And you like you know. it? I do. It's really good. It's really funny. The writing's really funny. Um, you know, it's a typical Lego game as far as puzzles and things like that. Right. Um, one thing I do wish is I, I feel like I wish I could turn off the hint system. Because mm-hmm. it's a, it, it's very handholdy to the point where it shows you, hey, put that here with an arrow, and I'm like, I don't do that. Right, that's like the one caveat um, with that game is like, it becomes very apparent that it was made for, not your demographic. Right, which I get. I just yeah. it would have been nice if I could turn the hint system off, like in other right, especially in. Well, it's it's not even a hint system; it's a solution system. Especially in like a reboot of that game, uh, you know, like why yeah. couldn't they have just added that feature to the port? You know, the game has been out for how long? They probably have gotten that feedback, but I get the feeling five, that this like five or four or five years now. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that this whole port was tasked to like some intern or something at Warner Brothers because I've been hearing technical issues aplenty on all four platforms that it's available. So. I um, I think it's I'm, just typical Warner Brothers rush job for a port, kind of like yeah, how I, uh, Arkham I, Knight was. Yeah, I watched the Digital Foundry video, uh, and I've heard that if you're going to get it on PC, you, honestly, you probably should hold off or not get it at all, because I heard it's an absolute train right. wreck on the PC. Um, but it was interesting, because on PS4 and Xbox One, some parts of it are 60 frames a second, and others are 30 mm-hmm. And that just seems like it'd be kind of, kind of jarring, right? Because sixty and thirty is a that's huge a big, difference. Yeah, that's like in the in the same that's game. That's like when I used to go from playing Halo Three, which ran at thirty, to playing Call of Duty Four right after, which ran at sixty, and it was like, oh my god, what's happening? 
or yeah. going backwards from that, going um, from 60 to 30. It's like, oh, I'm so nauseous. Now, on, on the Switch, in docked mode, it runs 1080p native. Runs pretty well. Um, and you guys can watch the Digital Foundry video if you want, but the, the long story short of it is Xbox doesn't run native 1080. It runs close, um, but Xbox and, and PS4 otherwise are pretty running pretty parallel to each other. What does it what does the Xbox um, run natively for it? Instead of instead of a nineteen twenty by ten eighty, it runs at like thirteen something by ten eighty. So it's not much of a difference at all. But it's enough that it's technically not ten eighty. It's losing some horizontal pixels for whatever reason. Yeah, that's why I get the feeling um, that was such a rush job. It's just I don't understand. I mean that that system is no slouch. It's a powerful system. Um, right. So it's just it just wasn't optimized. It was clearly something on Warner Brothers. Yeah. End. Yeah. Um, which brings me to my next point. It's actually really impressive the fact that uh, it runs as good as it does on the Switch when you compare that with the PS4 as far as you know specs. Um, it has most of the like bells and whistles graphically as the PS of the PS4 version, right. with the exception of depth of field. Um, but man, when you take it in portable mode and you – there's one specific spot where if you pan around right at the police station, when you pan around to the open world, it chugs, both docked mm-hmm. and especially portable. Did, um, did it do that on the Wii U version though? Did they say? Now that that I don't – oh, they didn't say it. That's my okay. observation. Um, I don't know because like I said, I never played it on the Wii U. Um, but apparently – the Switch and the newer ports run better than the Wii U did, and the Wii U version ran at 720. And is is that um, chugging that you noticed? Um, like, it's is not, it consistent, you know, or is it like after it's rendered once, you're kind of good to go? Well, that specific spot, it's all the time. If you pan back and forth, it's pretty bad. But like out in the open, you'll lose a couple frames here and there in portable mode on the Switch. Docked mode, it's, it's pretty smooth sailing for the most part. Um a lot of anything, any puzzles that take place indoors are fine mm-hmm. on both for both portable and, and docked. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it, it's definitely noticeable on portable. I wish it was better optimized. Maybe they'll come out with an update. Uh, but um, if this is a game that you missed out on and, you know, you want to play it with your kid or whatever now because now it supports local co-op, I would pick it up. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and the minor performance hiccups haven't stopped me from playing it in portable mode at all. Uh, and I've been really enjoying it. So, uh, Especially because I think it's still like if you have the like Best Buy Gamer Club, it's like 40 bucks at Best Buy. So It's actually uh, – I think it would be 40 I'm Sometimes it's cheaper. Sometimes they'll still give you 20% on top of it. Oh, really? Sometimes. Yeah, I, I know that like – Pretty much across the board for game sellers, it's it's been on sale pretty consistently since release. So, like, it's probably a good thing to check out. I have and didn't it didn't it just release like a week or two ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I think I'd, I'd I'd pick it up for Switch. If you have a Switch, I would definitely pick it up. Um, when you just for the portable aspect alone. When you were playing in, like, I've I've only played one open world game for Switch, obviously, which is Zelda. Oh, and, I mean, it definitely does not run as smooth as Zelda. Well, my question is, like, when, when I first turn on Zelda and it has to render that open world, that fan spins and gets kind of loud on the on the handheld for a little bit. Does it yeah. do that in LEGO City? So in portable mode, it 
I think it's using because remember, uh, Nintendo updated the dev kit, so there's like th- two tiers of portable mode. Mm. There's like the really low uh, processor version, and then there's like a mid tier that bumps it up an extra twenty five percent, like horsepower. I think they're using the lowest one because in portable mode, you barely hear the fan. You think that's why it now, chugs so much in handheld then? Because they're not using as I, much power as possible? I do. I think if they maybe bumped it up and gave it that extra 25%, um, I think it'd run a lot better. Right. Um, but that fan, when it's in docked mode, whoo, that thing screams yeah. the whole time. Hopefully, that isn't, yeah. hopefully that's not warping anymore. Switches or whatever. Yeah, hopefully not. Mine's fine Mine's so fine. far, knock on yeah. wood. Didn't Danny um, say hers was warping? Yeah, hers is a little warped, but I, I don't <sighs> know. Because she said it was when we came back from PAX, which we would have played in portable the whole time. Right. And this is only so happening I, I, part of me, in dock mode. Supposedly. I don't know. I, but who knows? I think, I think it's a lot of hoopla. I until, hoopla. I until I see it, it'll just be a false thing for me. Yeah. Um, anyway, otherwise, what I've been playing, I've been playing Kimiko. Mm-hmm. Kimiko? Kimiko? I think it's Kimiko. Kimiko, Kimiko um, whatever. Whatever. It's a really good game. It, it was just, it was funny the way that whole thing happened, and we'll go into it in a bit. Um, what else was I playing? I feel like there was something else. Oh, I dove into Horizon Zero Dawn for about a half an hour. That's it? And was, yeah, because I, yesterday... I had like four hours. The wife was out with friends. And I hopped back and forth rapidly between Zelda, Lego City Undercover, and Horizon. Mm-hmm. And none of them – like I wanted to play all of them, but I didn't want to play any of them at the same time, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, I guess, yeah. Um, you wanted something Horizon is what you wanted. I, I think Horizon was hard to get into because coming off of Zelda, the jump button and everything is logical – for third person in Horizon, whereas, you know, in, in Zelda, it's not really. Right. So that was throwing me off. Using the bow and melee was throwing me off a bit because they're different. Um, and then, yeah, just the fact that I forgot, like, the controls. I forgot kind of the story, but then I, I kind of remembered. Um, but that game I'm going to jump back into when I want to when I wanna sit and invest more time. Uh, but it's still gorgeous. Cool. Um, and then I stumbled on Kamiko, and that actually was the perfect game yeah. uh, to find yeah. at the perfect moment, which we'll dive into. Yeah. Um, so let's go over some of the news. There's actually a lot of Nintendo news because of the surprise Nintendo Direct that came out. Yeah. Um, which I can go over some of the dates if you want. Then uh, it's up to you. I just say like so, let's bullet point everything they talked about. Yeah, we could do that. So, PlayStation news. Uh, Naughty Dog's Uncharted The Lost Legacy will release August 22nd for $39.99. It's a standalone version of Uncharted, not uh, revolving around Nathan Drake. It revolves around Nadine and another character. So, it's like totally fresh content? Totally fresh. Its own standalone, I think, 10 or 15 hour game. Don't quote me Mm -hmm. on that. I'm not sure. Um, But... It's really a big deal because it's starring uh, two women, one of which is a woman of color, which are both in the series. Um, but it's nice because it's a refreshing departure that's not revolving around Nathan Drake. Right, and every other Uncharted yeah. thing has been about Nathan Drake. Uh, 
about Nathan the, and Sully. Was the Vita one canon, like in the main, like in the main storyline, or uh, was it kind of? I mean, it was it was it was referenced here and there, right. but it really didn't have a whole lot to do. Right. It was kind of its own thing, okay. um, its own separate little adventure, because it wasn't made by. It was the only one that wasn't made by Naughty Dog. I've only well. ever played the second one, so I have no reference other than that. Yeah, I want to say that was done by. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I forget the name of the studio. Mm-hmm. I think they did the Daxter series on PSP. Okay. Res- Respawn? No. I don't remember. Uh, anyway, that's its own little thing. But uh, if you pre-order the uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy for 40 bucks, you also get a free copy of Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy, which is the PS2 game that is being remade as a PS2 classic on PS4. Which um, means it's just a re-release. It's not a remaster or... Yeah, it's not a remaster. Those PS2 classics, all of them on the PS4, are upscaled to 1080p and have trophy support. Right. And they also they also support streaming, screenshots, all that stuff. Okay. Um, but it's not like a re reimagining, like uh, like a I wouldn't call it a a, a remake in the breadth of uh, like Bioshock or anything crazy like that. Although I would personally love to see Jack and Daxter get that treatment on the first one. Right. But right. anyway. Uh, PlayStation 4 title Race the Sun now has PlayStation VR support via a free update, which may actually get me to pick that up. Race uh, the Sun. to pick that game up. What is that? Yeah, it was this. Uh, it was this. I think it was an indicate when we went. Um, maybe not. It was. It's this. Oh, that's that game. Very that was simplistic. Free on Steam for a little bit. I picked that up, and it's, a, it's maybe. like an infinite it's this... runner, but you're like in like yeah, a but you're flying and you're racing the sun. Yeah, yeah, that game was okay. Yeah, I didn't really. I'm glad that I didn't pay play money it for much. It. I'll say that. Yeah, uh, but anyway, for those of you who have it, if you want to check it out in PSVR, if you have that, I could actually see uh, like you could try that case for that being in VR. I like that would be well, the th- that would be something that would be cool to see in VR. So, oh, so for VR, speaking of uh, for VR, they said that it doesn't include a high score mode, and they got rid of the increased difficulty. So it's more of just a sit back and chill. I forgot to tell you, there's another game I played. Because uh, it's in VR, I picked up Eve Valkyrie because, and the reason I've been holding off on it is because it's sixty dollars, and the demo that came on the disc was like not even ten minutes long. I was under the impression that that game was an on-rail shooter. No, so Eve, there's a couple Eve Valkyries out. One of them I I got. It was ten bucks, and you're in the cockpit and you aim with your head. It's more like arcade, um, take down waves of enemies kind of deal. This E-Valkyrie is full-on open, not open world per se. Like, I'm sure there's limits, but you know how Star Fox was kind of open and you could fly around? It's like that, except in VR and you can shoot around and it's it's actually really, really cool. Right. Uh, so I actually played that for maybe an hour or two uh, and I actually was surprisingly pretty good. I got first and second place online because it's like team mode. Mm-hmm. Um I think you'd really like that. It was it's if you guys don't have it, it's uh, thirty bucks. I don't know how long the sales for, but half off. So I picked it up and um, makes a really really compelling case for VR, uh, and it really makes me want a Star Wars game in that vein. Um, they do have the Star Wars Battlefront VR, but you need to own Battlefront to play it, and I'm not buying battlefront again because i bought it the first time and didn't really Wait, do you dig is it, it like an add-on for battlefront or? yeah yeah because i it i was have, a, it I was have a battlefront free. on disc if you want to use it to try that out Ooh, 
I might. That's yeah. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna I literally haven't played your... it in. A you have it for year. PS4, right? Oh wait, I might have it for X. No, I have PS. I have it for PS4. It's for PS4. Yes, dude. Let me borrow that because I want to try this. Uh, this demo so yeah, bad. Totally. Yeah, you should come check it out because you should play it too. Because it's yeah, you know, I need to it's supposed to be really I need cool. To experience more VR stuff. My my experience is still limited to the uh, all too great Resident Evil. <laughs> Shit your pants. Yeah. yeah. Yo, E Valkyrie was good. You'd actually like uh, uh, Job Simulator too. Oh, and I played that a little bit at IndieK. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, shout out, shout out to uh, Job Simulator devs, Alchemy Labs. They just released on uh, physical on disc. Oh. So they're really yeah they're really excited for that. So shout out to them. Great game. I tweeted them and congratulated them and told them that I would love more Job Simulator in DLC. Give me more jobs, please. Right. I like that game. Anyway, on to uh, I'm gonna do Xbox news. Um, is there any? Actually, there was. Uh, so Microsoft's Creators Update for Windows 10 is live and includes features like built-in beam streaming, an OS level Beams. game mode, which so enables... you can broadcast your gameplay to the six people on that service. Yes. Exactly. Uh, I know it's level game is mode. Is it possible to stream to Twitch anymore on it? Because like I know my my Xbox update that I got, uh, it it has Beam built into the dashboard now. You are asking the wrong uh, person. I should sir. find out. I, I'm gonna find out. My ex- I'm gonna find out and report back. My Xbox turned itself on to do an update, and then I turned it off in the middle of the update because I was like, "Yeah, I don't care about you." Yeah. Uh. I just feel, I don't know, I'm just so, uh, I want to play the Xbox, but it just makes me sad that there's nothing exclusively compelling for right, it for me. Right, right, right. Anyway, um, it also features uh, game mode, which enables better management of system resources in order to optimize game performance mm-hmm. on your Windows 10. We'll see how, how much that actually does. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, this was big news. As a, a after a long run as an Xbox exclusive developer, Studio Remedy Entertainment announced they're going multi-platform yes. moving forward. They created games they, like Alan Wake and Quantum Break. Yes, they well, using their own proprietary in-game engine they call the Northlight engine, which they now have native PS4 support for. Uh-huh. So their next title they said is codenamed P Seven. Uh, and it's going to release on multiple platforms. Huh. So, the other bit of Xbox news, which is actually bigger news if it becomes real, is the fact that Microsoft is toying around with the idea of a digital refund service for Xbox One games. Yeah, I believe uh, that. Currently, currently, this seems to be available only to alpha testers. Um, but if it does become public, the service would let you return games that are less than two weeks old and that you played for less than two hours. I wonder um, if that comes to fruition, what kind of pressure that would put on, especially devs? Sony, to also offer that kind of service. That, that's why I'm saying this is bigger news, because Sony straight up is like, fuck you. Yeah. No. no. Like, I got one game returned. Uh, I got two games returned, but after that, they're like, oh, you've met your like highest quota. We gave you two to be nice. I'm like, they were broken. Right. You can't even do that on your phone, though, so... That's... Yeah, which is annoying. So hopefully, maybe this will change things for digital purchases. Right. Um, 
It makes me really sad though, because it makes me think back to when Microsoft officially unveiled Xbox One, and they wanted to do this digital light like lending, and you were going to be able to trade in digital games, but then everyone freaked out because all they heard was twenty-four hour DRM check-in. Right. And that ruined everything because there's no other way you'd be able to return or trade in digital games if Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo, you know, can't see that you don't have them installed or whatever. Like they'd have to be able to see that. Right, right, right. Um, so that really was a bummer. Anyway, industry news. Uh, those of you who shopped at GameStop between September 2016 and February 2017 may want to update your credit card info or go to the bank and get a new card and watch your statements uh, because their GameStop's investigating the possibility of a huge data breach with stolen credit cards and customer information. I wonder if that's why... Spanning quite a few months. Yeah, I got a notification in my bank that was like, hey, we're going to send you a new card, but we haven't detected anything fraudulent. So I wonder if that has anything to do with that. That could be why. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, this is the next bit of news, something that you touched on. There's a, bre- there's a brand new PvE event for Overwatch titled Overwatch Uprising. Yeah, and everybody's saying it should stick around. But everybody also said that about the last one and it didn't stick around. So... I'll get my... I would think it's, I would think it's going to, but who knows? I'll get my hopes up. Did you hear about the next bit of news, which I didn't even hear Will talk about, so I don't know if he knows about it. Uh, space adventure game Elite Dangerous has received an update titled The Commanders. What is... Wait, The Commander updates live? Let me tell you. So for those of you who don't know, The Commander... <laughs> she's frantically typing. Uh, we may have to end this podcast because Tristan's going to be dead. Uh, yes, so, because... Holy shit, I've been waiting for that update for months. It adds multi-crew support. So you can... Yep, so oh, the... oh my god! So I'll let you gotta, tell everyone what it's I gotta about. Go. Uh, so no, we got to finish the this commander podcast. update for Elite Dangerous. Uh, it adds multi-crew support, which is something everybody's been asking for for a really long time. Which lets you uh, kind of fly and co-pilot ships with your friends, as opposed to just having like a fire squad where you're kind of following each other around. Um, that sounds so really cool, choose, by the way. Yeah, so cool. Like you can choose between uh, the helm, which I believe is the person flying, a gunner, or a fighter. Um, Oh man, it's like think the scene in A New Hope where Luke is shooting while Han is piloting the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And that is exactly what I want in my life. Yep. Oh my god, that's so exciting. Oh, I didn't know that that was that. I'm sorry. Okay. Bring it I'm bring it back down. So according to uh, Frontier, here's a little excerpt from their press release. So it says, multi-crew co-op and the commanders gives groups of players the opportunity to fly aboard the same ship, assuming one of three specialized roles. At the helm is the pilot of the ship, while the gunner handles secondary firing groups from a third-person tactical viewpoint, and the fighter flies into battle from the cockpit of their own ship, launched fighter deployed from the mothership's launch bay. Oh, man, I gotta update that. So it lets you make your own avatar called the Holo Me. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Uh, next bit of industry news is. Bah, 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 bah. Gamers. So this was interesting. So if you're like me and Danny, and I don't know if you are interested in this game or not, but 
any of you interested in checking out Prey will be able to download and play the first hour on PS4, Xbox One, and PC starting April 27th. I'm definitely going to check Wait, it out. Wait, what game? I'm sorry. I was still looking at Elite. Prey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're letting you like demo it before it comes out. Yeah, the first hour. Dang. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. It is cool. You know what else is cool? Uh, the commander update for Elite Dangerous. You know what else is cool on a smaller level, but a big for indie level? Remember that game Fez? Oh, yeah. You loved that game, did. didn't you? So did I. It turned five this week. Did you know that? Uh, it's also coming to mobile. Ba, 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 ba. That was the next bit of news. It's coming to iOS in sometime in 2017. So, yeah. Well, although, you know, Phil Fish said that in 2013, too. Well, Phil Fish also said in 2013 years. that he was going to make Fez 2. Don't say it. We oh, know how that happened. why would you say that? My heart. I want a Fez 2 so bad. Uh, I really, I'm not even going to say it because you're going to be like, you're going to roll your eyes at me. I really hope one of the wish one of the things is they announced Fez for Switch. I would love it. I'd buy it again. I would love it. I I have it on I have it on PS4 and, and Vita. And the fact that it runs on Vita, you know it can run on Switch. Oh, I love that game. It's just such a nice relaxing oh god, I love everything about it. Yeah. Uh all right, moving on to Nintendo News. Breath of the Wild received an update to version 1.1.2. Do we know what that did? I, everybody that I've heard said they didn't really know. It So two things that people reported uh, is it gets rid of the infinite arrows exploit that people were using, which I didn't actually know was a thing. Because uh, every time people shot arrows at me, I was only able to pick up oh, like right, 10. Oh, right, right, right. I saw this thing where like if you use the the power that makes you launch up into the air where you can glide and you don't press yeah. anything when you land when people try and shoot you with arrows it'll just land next to you and it will oh, never hit you so that's you move. that's how you so they would just it. okay they would just let them shoot arrows and then farm them all yeah well you can't do that anymore uh so now though you can only pick up 10 or 20 at a time supposedly uh and then apparently they also patched out a uh bug with master kaga uh, where it wasn't able to be beaten. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. Anyway, a more stable um, game experience, I guess. Yeah, that's Nintendo that's Nintendo and their stability updates. Well, they're calling it a pleasant game experience mm-hmm. now. Stable is for hardware. Which, by the way, if you want to help them make their hardware more stable, <laughs> Nintendo, AKA like any other hack proof. Nintendo, like many other tech companies, is offering rewards to hackers that submit bugs and security issues. They've been doing it on 3DS for a while. Now they're doing it on Switch. You can get a minimum payment of $100. Hashtag hack the planet. Or up to 20000 Okay. Well, $1 bills, y'all. Whatever. Oh, in other news, Nintendo discontinued the NES Classic because they hate money. Uh, and, they also, and they also discontinued the Famicom Mini. I'm not surprised they discontinued it, though. It was supposed to be a small thing. It It also makes their games look cheap. It existed because they needed hardware to sell during Christmas because people weren't buying the Wii U. And honestly, why why sell a bundle of games for $60 when you can sell them at $5 a pop? It only makes sense, you know? Especially when you have this fucking sexy system called the Switch. Like, let's be honest. You could take that 
those games with you on the go, just dock it. Like it's th- honestly better. Yeah. And you don't have a two foot cord tethering you to your television. Speaking of Switch, it has become Nintendo's fastest selling console ever, selling over a hundred. Is uh, it the fastest Oof. selling console in history at this point? That I don't know. I think I read that online somewhere. I didn't read that, but I read Nintendo said it was their fastest selling Nintendo console ever. It sold over 906,000 units in the U.S. alone within the first month. I read another statistic that I'm sure is probably fake, but it said like 2.4 million. Yeah, is that that any truth? That wasn't, see, I don't know. That wasn't Nintendo. I was going to say that next, but that's not a Nintendo number. There's a third party company that's saying 2.4 million Switches were sold worldwide. Take that with a grain of salt because we're not privy to that information. Okay. But uh, yeah, so definite numbers, 906,000 in the U.S. alone, which is pretty fantastic. Apparently, it's selling really well in Japan too, so that's cool. Uh, Breath of the Wild broke two records. They sold 1.3 million copies, uh, making it the fastest-selling launch title and the fastest-selling Zelda title. Huh. I mean, I'm not surprised. It's up. It's perfect. It's damn near perfect. So, and a lot of people were like, "I don't understand how it sold more than Switch." And I'm like, "I could think of two reasons. One, people bought special editions; they didn't want to open them. And two, I know quite a few people that I work with who bought the game for Switch for when they get for when they can actually find a Switch. Right. So I think that's why it sold more. Right. Uh, and then Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct. Bah, 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 bah. Wait, did you see how much money the Pokemon company made last year? Two point three billion dollars. No, three point three billion. Oh shit! Three point three. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. Right. It's nuts. Man, maybe they can really make that awesome Pokemon MMO everyone wants now. Mm. I mean, hey, now that they've already said that they are going to be doing something on switch and their you know job openings were like switch related product for the company and it's got to be something so i hope it's more than just a sun and moon part three yeah me too i don't i don't want yeah i don't want a third version of the same game but that being said maybe give me like give me like a first person or like a, a close in third person yeah, that being said instead I would of more totally, of isometric i would totally play it on switch so yeah of course you yeah. would so would I. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. you were saying about Nintendo. So, should we go over some of the stuff uh, from the Nintendo Direct? Oh, yes. Let's do that, Tony. All right. So, 3DS. I got some dates. Bye Bye Box Boy is on the eShop today. Yes. It has. It was actually on the eShop a couple days ago. Adorable amiibo support where you can make your Box Boy look like your Nintendo characters. Oh my god, so adorable. It's actually, they have a demo, and it's bits and pieces of all three games, if you want to play it. Box Boy is great. You should play it. You should play it. You should totally play Box Boy. Don't be a graphics snob, like these motherfuckers out there. Eh, Call of Duty, uh, 1080p, 4K. Don't be that person. Play the simplistic, fun, adorable box, box, box. Box, box, box boy. <sighs> In other news, <laughs> I know. In other news, Team Kirby Crash Deluxe is on the eShop today. Which is like kind of a 
free to play it's, free to start yeah, it's a free to play smash brothers kind of side scrolly thing where you're kind of co-op facing big bosses and you all have different classes it's looks pretty cool for for something that's free i think it was included in planet robobot but this is like a standalone so. thing so yeah that's cool but that they cool. also said that they're making a uh 25th anniversary game yes. for this holiday it is multiplayer kirby's blowout blast multiplayer is action no this is this is still unnamed they just said oh, this, this is, is a okay. 25 25th anniversary thing hopefully it's for switch or i don't know i don't know if they said it was for 3ds or for switch but it's coming that's pretty cool though. yeah it's coming you know what else is coming a lot of other things let's get to it ever oasis is coming out june 23rd on 3ds yes not on switch because you know it will make you know a lot of these titles will make sense on switch yeah. uh but i digress rpg maker fez is coming out june 27th there's a lot of people that are into rpg maker Yo, I remember back in high school, this one kid was like huge into RP. Two of my friends were huge into it. They would make so many big games. Yeah, I mean, it's, the, it's loved it. interactive fan fiction, dude. Yeah, like that's that's really a big cool. deal to people. So, oh, and I read, and I, I uh, you'll have to watch the trailer because I I briefly remember them saying something about you don't need to own a copy of the game to play the games your friends make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can straight up download them, which is also really neat. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. That makes no sense to me, but that's really cool. I mean, just download play. Uh, actually, I'm yeah, sure I, they're probably they'll release an eShop. There's got to be some way, and they'll probably yeah, have a something. browser and people that are big into that. So yeah, that's that's cool. Friend, give me your friend code, and then give me your stages friend code. Right. Okay. Oh shit! I was off by a digit. Uh, gotta start over. <laughs> yeah, fun. Go Nintendo. Go. Hey, Pikmin. That's the name of the game. He's not calling them. Maybe I am. I have Olimar and three Pikmin right at my desk. They're so cute. Hey, Pikmin's coming out July 28th. Cold Sept Revolt is coming out August 29th. Kirby's Blowout Blast is coming to the eShop this summer. Are you excited at all about Hey, Pikmin? Uh, it's tough because I don't play my 3DS, but I will get it. I like I like see, but I like two D action platformers, and I like Pikmin, so I think I'm gonna like it. I just want plus I don't have plus I don't have a Wii U anymore, so I don't have I any Pikmin want a now. New Pikmin, like proper. Well, I mean, Pikmin. if it was if it was between a proper Pikmin or Hey Pikmin, I would pick I proper know, Pikmin. I know, I know, I know. But Hey Pikmin's all I got because I don't have proper Pikmin. Proper Pikmin. Wow, it's hard to say. Moving on, Monster Hunter Stories is coming out this fall. Uh, what do you think of that? Did you see that? See what? Monster Hunter Stories? Uh, you didn't do well in Japan from what I've heard. Oh, it's already out in yeah, Japan? Yeah, it's been in Japan for a while. Um, well, I feel like it's because it's not hardcore enough for, for the Japanese market. It's just a perfect example of, hey, just because this, this has... Um, Let's make it cute. Well, not even that, but it's not a Monster Hunter. It's a turn-based RPG. So it's, you know, just, yeah. just because it has this, this name stake to it doesn't make it a good game. Uh, I can't speak to that whether it's good or not. I'm just going by like the general consensus of what I've heard. More, more so, just the, more so, just the game that you desire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, people, that you when people think Monster Hunter, they think something very specific Grindy. and not. You know, when I when I think I want to play Monster Hunter, I don't want to play a 
turn-based strategy. I want to play something with slow, very in-depth combat where I am punished if I screw up and yeah. I have to work together with my team to take down something that's much bigger than all of us and not a turn-based RPG, you know? I hear you. Yokai Watch 2 Psychic Specters is coming out this fall. And Metopia is coming out later this year. That looks cool. Metopia, Metopia looks cool. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of excited for I that because I have a me for Erica and everything, thing, too. Though. Yeah, I don't want to spend money on it. Yeah. yeah. Now let's get to the Switch shit. Did you... I feel like there was another 3DS thing that I wanted to say. Whatever. I can't remember. Just move on. Puyo Puyo Tetris comes out April 25th. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe comes out April 28th. Minecraft Nintendo Switch Edition comes out May 11th that, with, the, with the Super Mario Pack thing. Is that included in? Or is it's included. Okay. And is it? It's only the download at first, right? There will be. Will there be a physical version of it? I don't know. I know it's definitely digital. Obviously, I'm not sure about physical. It might not be a big deal to us, but Minecraft is still huge with oh with the youth. That's where the biggest thing is. Is that's gonna get kids playing on Switch, and I mean, once Minecraft they're on there, still, they'll stay on there, which is awesome. Minecraft and GTA are still consecutively in like the top twenty or top ten right. best-selling games. Right. It's mind-blowing. Or I mean, they came out years ago. Oh shit! That was good. That was good. Disguise of Five Complete is coming out May twenty-third. This guy, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that game. Ultra Street Fighter 2, The Final Challengers, <sighs> which is a stupid name, is coming out May 26th. Why am I going to pay $40 for that game? Because you're a I sucker. Am. And no, And nobody suckers you better than Nintendo. I hope that they release a fight stick for Switch. Like, take my big-ass fight stick with my tiny console. <laughs> yeah, right? Give someone a tiny Joy-Con. Like if they made like a... Cool. You, have they, ass, you, get, you have a big ass fight stick and you give them a little joy con here. You they, really if they peasant. made a cool fight stick, all right, with a little extendable flap, and I put my Switch on it, and I can play handheld mode Street Fighter on my fight stick, be just like a little arcade. Ima- imagine if it had a little charger and a charger switch, too. Oh my God. That'd be don't, cute. Don't tease me. You don't want me to. It's okay. If I tease you, I'll just wrap you around. I'll just wrap my arms around you coming out June 16th. Oh my god, that's the worst segue of all time. Arms comes out June 16th. (sighs) And, you know, when I wrap my arms around you, try not to splat tune. Okay. Two is coming out June. (laughs) Rewind. All right, all right, I'm done, I'm done. Arms comes out June 16th. Splatoon 2 is coming out July 21st. It looks cooler than I thought originally. Arms? He's talking about arms, people. He's talking about arms. I could not get over how how much they were trying to stress how much depth is in that game they've been doing that a they, lot since the reveal over and over they would say oh and the gameplay gets even deeper oh you can do this and it gets even deeper like they're they're trying to sell it so hard on this like almost fictitious sense of depth in that game yeah. like it's not custom robo bro you can switch up your your boxing gloves and that's cool, and that's customizable, but stop trying to make it seem like it's fucking Metabots for Switch. Yeah. I honestly it looks cool, probably though. It looks, it it looks, 
I originally thought that it was like kind of me boxing or we boxing where you just kind of stand there and flail your arms. But this is actually a yeah. character movement and dodging. And it seems like there's a nice, good bit of strategy that goes into those matches. So I'm going to pick it up, I think. And it looks it looks cool. It does look cool. I just don't have anyone to play it with. So I don't know if I'd really pick it up. I like it's just got one line. I don't know. Next up, Fate Extelia is coming out July 25th. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that is. Namco Museum is coming out this summer. Oh, if you don't have, if you don't have Namco Museum on fucking everything else that it's finally, out on, like I can a play phone Galaga or a calculator and Dig Dug. Yeah. Oh my God, Dig Dug! I haven't played that since it came out. Bar. Anyways, continue. Uh, I'm probably gonna say this wrong. Scene Mora X EX is coming out this summer. Close enough. Yep. Battle Chasers Night War in late that summer. That game looks pretty cool. Son- it does. It does look really cool, actually. Uh, RPG well, it's timed exclusive. game. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Forces comes out this holiday season. <sighs> Rayman Legends Definitive Edition comes out later this year. Oh, that game that was supposed this- to come out on Wii U, but never did. Yeah. And this game completely caught me off guard. They made a big deal of it. I don't see what the big deal is. Payday 2 is coming out later this year. Uh, Payday has a really big PC following. It does? It does. On Steam. Huh. It's, yeah. And it's it's not that it's a great game. It's just a really cool co-op concept, which people can play together. So, okay. you know, if it has, like, cool ad hoc mode, you have four dudes sitting in a room together just tearing shit up while they watch Heist on TV, yeah, that's cool, yeah. Yeah. But the company is also kind of notorious for not updating their console versions. Like they guess they went like a a year and a yeah. half or something without releasing like a much needed patch for the PS4 and Xbox One version. So hopefully they do a better job. Hopefully. hopefully. So that brings us to the topic of show. You didn't even talk about Splatoon. I, I said Splatoon before. Splatoon's coming. It has a cool new horde mode. Which looks really cool. Oh, it does look cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're doing a Splatoon 1 tournament for original Wii where you can compete uh, with other people all over and potentially win a trip to E3. Alongside it, they are releasing these weird AA battery packs for your Joy-Cons, which make zero... Like, of all of the complaints that I've heard about the Switch battery life in the joy cons has never been one so I, i'm sorry i never heard someone complain about tw- their 20 hour battery right. life in their damn joy cons right i don't understand why this has, like unless you have a surplus of double a batteries in your house that you need to get rid of that's the only thing i can think of that would make this useful plus it makes it bulky and st- stupid looking uh but yeah, speaking of joy cons they're also releasing a neon yellow joy con set for when arms comes out and it is definitely colorful but yeah, it, it's, it is. It, it's like highlighter yellow. It makes me happy that, you know, we're just over a month into the Switch being available and they're already like, hey, customizable stuff that everybody wants. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Oh, and the dock you'll be able to purchase separately. In on limited quantities. So yeah. expect those eBay prices to skyrocket. That was it, though, wasn't it? I think so. There wasn't a whole lot else. I think that was everything. Yeah. 
Cool. So, topic of show. <gasps> Kamiko. Dude, that game's so good. Oh my god. So for anybody, Tell the story. anybody that wants to know what we're talking about, it is an uh, indie game for the Nintendo Switch that came out yesterday. It's Japan only, so you have to create a Japanese Nintendo account, create a user on your Switch, sign into that user with your Japanese account, somehow get uh, credit on your eShop account, which... Both Tony and I had problems using our American credit cards to buy Japanese eShop points. Uh, they both got declined, so we both yeah they did. We both ended up doing um, going to PlayAsia.com and buying eShop cards there because they have a, if you create an account there and confirm your email and phone number, they'll do an instant delivery where you buy the codes and they'll email you the code. Shout out PlayAsia. Uh, yeah, and it took like. Five minutes. Um, Not even. Yeah, it was real quick. So then you can download speaking it on of, your game. And, oh, this is, oh, speaking of, for those of you who are rolling your eyes or being like, ah, that's too much work. The whole thing, set up and all, takes like not even 10 minutes to do everything we just said. Right. Yeah. It's from, from beginning to end, very it was like 10 easy. to 15 minute process. And for a game as cool as this, it's 500 worth yen, it. which is five bucks roughly. It's totally worth it. Uh so this game, it, it was interesting because like last night, I, I uh, Erica fell asleep early and I came out here and I was like, all right, maybe I'll play some Zelda. Right. And I turned on my iPad because I needed to finish up doing the recap. And lo and behold, I see this beautiful like gif of this game that looks like a Zelda game. It almost, it, at first it reminded me of Titan Souls. I'm like, oh, is there a new Titan Souls? And then it said Kamiko and I'm like, oh, okay, what is that? And then it's like, Kamiko, on Switch, right now in Japan. And I was like, oh my god, I need to get this game. So I fired up my Switch, and who's online? None other than my main man, Tron Dude, right over here. Yeah, hey, Tristan. I bought it immediately. And he was playing it. You Well, you were playing it. So I messaged you, and I was like, oh my god, how funny is that? I'm literally just about to buy this game right now. Do you like it? And I did. It's great. Oh, and man. I, oh, I love it's, it. It's oh, it's so good. It's like Zelda style overhead combat where you're exploring the level uh, and you have a combo system where you kill guys quick and build up a combo and it gives you more energy back to execute special attacks and get more items and it's just real quick paced mindless fun and it has a great awesome chiptune soundtrack and a really dope pixel art style. It, it was something that I needed after diving into all of these games that just constantly drain my brain. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's made by one guy. Uh, he goes by the name Y. Kimura, uh, but he prefers to go by the name Skipmore. S-K-I-P, Skipmore. Um, like and the he, famous blues artist. Yes, yes. Uh, he had some success and kind of got a little bit of a cult following on the 3DS with uh, Fair Rune RPGs I don't know on the eShop. Neither do I, but I know him for this now. Uh, oh, also, we forgot to say, if you do decide to get it on uh, the Japanese eShop, it's completely in English. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about reading any Japanese or anything. It's really um, bad translation, but... Yeah, it's it's comical. It's cool. It's... It, it, uh, yeah, and honestly, so yeah, even mean, if you had it in Japanese, there's nothing really going on in that game that 
requires English no. knowledge. You select your mode, which there's only one mode to begin with, and then you select your character, and you get basically dropped into the level. There's like a short dialogue, but that's it. Yeah, so like basically the kind of basic premise is you're dropped in this world. There's different characters that have different speeds and things like that. And you kill these characters to get combos. The higher your combo, the more uh, stamina points you get. And your stamina bar is used to open chests to get things like orbs, uh, which you have to then take and put into uh, like switches or these different things that will unlock one of four, um, uh, what would you call it, like a pillar? Mm -hmm. One of four pillars that then lights up. Mm -hmm. Once all the four pillars in a, in the level light up, then you've got a boss battle. Yeah. It's simple, but it's good. And the thing is, the enemies always respawn, and the, and the, um, the levels are short, and they're small. Not that they're short, but they're small. So when you find something like an orb that you have to get back and place it in a, on, on a pillar, uh, you have to kind of try and figure out and remember where the enemies might spawn. And then you have to react and try and do the best maneuvering. But you can't run and you can't use your weapons. So it's like kind of an escort mission without right. having to worry about having someone die, right. um, which is a nice little... Mix up. I would say that the whole thing is kind of like a weird virtual maze with combat because every level yeah. is, you know, the top the top left corner, top right corner, bottom corner, bottom right corner. <clears throat> the shrines that you need to collect are always on those spots. And it's just a matter of figuring out how to get there. So you're just constantly moving and trying to maneuver both ways and, and get around stuff. Uh, especially when and you're constantly you're constantly shooting too. Right, right. And um, there's just it's weird how it's so simple, but there's so much so much depth to it. Like I I told I told told Tony earlier that it reminds me of Renegade Kids uh, Zeo Drifter because it's a very simple game, but mm -hmm. it knocks it out of the park with the mechanics, like just spot on, perfect. Speaking of, I told Jules he should download that. Yeah, yeah. Cool guy, great guy. Great guy, great game. If you haven't played Zero Drifter, uh, I loved Jules, it. Jules, you loved it. If you're it. listening, I still want Colt County to exist. Jules, I want Treasure Knots and Zero Drifter too. Colt County, please. I I kickstarted Colt County I did too. too. Uh, Jules, you took our money, and we have nothing to show for it now. Well, I mean, we got that. But we still love you. That we got that, what? That Kickstarter didn't didn't pass. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it got canceled. I'm sorry, Jules. Sorry to bring back. Sorry to open the wound. I love you. He's not even listening. Right. If he listened, though, I'd be like, giddy. Anyway. Um, yeah, there's just something so simple and gratifying about this game. And it was the breath of fresh air mm -hmm. that I needed in something that was just so time-consuming and and explore -y. you know this is just simple things are small and everything's just go 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 it's got that great soundtrack it's like the opposite of what breath of the wild is it's small it's fast-paced um it's 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 just so it's great and it's five dollars ah yeah oh and i mean you and i both agree 
the highlight out of the whole game is the boss battles. Yes, very Titan Souls-esque. Oh, yes. It makes me want to play Titan Souls so bad. I still have never played that game. Oh my god, you would love that game. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Titan Souls is a kind of David and Goli- versus Goliath type game where you are one guy with an arrow and you only have one arrow. So you have to take out these bosses. And if you get hit once, these- you die, don't you? Yeah, if you get hit once, you die. And you shoot the arrow at them and then you have to collect the arrow <laughs> and just keep doing it. Uh, I think, actually, I want to say... It's been so long since I played. I'm pretty sure, and Sellers is going to roll his eyes, the bosses are one-hit kill, but so are you. But the bosses are so much bigger and faster than you that getting that one hit, because you have to hit him in a certain spot, is so hard. I could be wrong, though. Maybe it's not one hit for them. I'm pretty sure it was, though. Either way, it's a hard game. It's all about bosses. You have one arrow. The odds are overwhelmingly against you. The aesthetic is almost identical to this game, although that game came out first. Uh, it's great. It's on, uh, as far as I know, I know it's on PS4. I know it's on Vita. It might be on Xbox One. It's probably on Steam because everything's on Steam. Um, great game, though. Yeah, I need great to play game. it. You do. You really do. So, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, man. Kind of a short week. Like, the Nintendo stuff was kind of the biggest news, so... That Out of happened. nowhere, too. Right, right. That happened. Um, that uh, Elite Dangerous news that wraps really, it up. really kind of blew me away, though. That's So, this has been episode 58 of Picture Raiders Land Party. I'm going to let you find people go, because I want to go play some more Kamiko. Tristan's gonna go I'm gonna go play Elite play Dangerous a lot game. of Elite Dangerous. Oh my god, I gotta round up my crew. It's been great. We'll see you guys next week. Bye guys. Bye, later. <laughs>